Hello all, and welcome to this episode of No Home for Heroes. No Home for Heroes explores history's military mysteries regarding Americans who are missing in action from our past wars. These long-forgotten MIAs are remembered here. Today's episode is titled, Unknown X-168, The Midget Case. When I worked at the Joint POW-MIA Accounting Command, there was a person there known as Commander Zero. The Zero part of his nickname was because he was basically worthless. Some of you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> One of his sayings was, I thought I made a mistake once, but then I found out I was wrong. Well, today's episode of No Home for Heroes is dedicated to Commander Zero because we all make mistakes. I'm your host, Rick Stone. No Home for Heroes is a trademark production sponsored by the Chief Rick Stone and Family Charitable Foundation. For more information on the foundation, visit our website at www.chiefrickstone.com. If you're hearing this preview of No Home for Heroes on YouTube or Audio Burst, we invite you to listen to the complete podcast on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast or streaming platform you prefer. Stay tuned while we tell you about a slam-dunk case where all the clues pointed to just two most likely matches and one final absolute has-to-be-him aha moment with the light bulb going off over our head clue that turned out to be, well, there's just no other way to say this, wrong. This one's for you, Commander Zero. And now, on with our show. Here's the Jeopardy game question for the week. When is a sure thing not a sure thing? Well, the answer is, what is when it's one of history's military mysteries? Between 2011 and 2012, while a member of the Department of Defense, I personally investigated 177 cases of missing American servicemen and women. And to date, Researchers from the Chief Rick Stone and Family Charitable Foundation have completed a total of 451 investigations into men and women who are missing from World War I all the way up through the Korean War. Well, we're not bragging because we're telling you that only to set the stage for one of our most incredible failures. Never did I have a case at the Department of Defense that I was so sure of, a proverbial slam dunk, the case of X-168, and never was I so wrong. Unlike many other cases, the major clues pointed to only two likely suspects, a Marine Private First Class and an Air Corps Second Lieutenant. And I chose the suspect who had the proverbial smoking gun clue, a pair of gold Second Lieutenant bars in his pocket. It seems like we have a lot of proverbials in today's story. Slam dunk, smoking gun, but wait, it gets even more mysterious. Unknown X-168 was recovered from Cemetery 33 on the island of Basio in the Tarawa Atoll by the American Graves Registration Service on 27 March 1946. No dog tags or other identification was found with the skeletal remains, but there were a lot of other clues. On the body that was almost 95% intact were excellent dental remains. And in the pockets were 
in currency. Two keys, one pocket knife, three New Zealand coins, three U.S. coins, and drum roll, please. Ah, come on, my production engineer. Surely you got a drum roll. Well, okay. In the pocket were two gold second lieutenant bars, insignia normally worn on the collar of an individual officer. Despite these clues, the American Graves Registration Service could not make an identification in the field, but they did assign it an unknown number, X-168. They photographed the skull and they buried the bones in the Lone Palm Cemetery on Tarawa in 1946. The next year, in 1947, the remains were disinterred again and sent to the Army Central Identification Laboratory in Honolulu, Hawaii. A renowned anthropologist of the time, Dr. Charles Snow, examined the remains on 12 January 1948, and he concluded that X-168 was a Caucasian male, 61.4 inches tall, weighing about 115 pounds. Dr. Snow estimated the age to be 23 to 24 years, and the skull circumference was 50.5 centimeters, which is extremely small. The individual had medium ash-brown hair, and the skull and the left humerus were fractured. Dr. Snow concluded that the individual had an average build in muscularity, and that there was initial arthritic lipping on the vertebral column. The nose, which is narrow, shows a mark left deflection, said Dr. Snow in his report, and the chin is rounded and cannot be classified as medial or bilateral. And finally, Dr. Snow wrote, this man has a tendency to walk with toes pointed outward. <laughs> but, and there's always a but in history's military mysteries, despite all of these clues, Dr. Snow could not make an identification. And X-168 was interred at the National Memorial Cemetery of the Pacific, also known as the Punch Bowl, in Section F, grave number 1112, on 23 March, 1949. And there, the case sat for over 60 years, until it landed in a file folder of the original documents on my desk in the Navy's J-2 Intelligence Section of the Joint POW-MIA Accounting Command on 5 August 2011. And the very first thing that jumped off the pages at me was the estimated stature of unknown X-168 made by Dr. Snow in 1948. Dr. Snow, as you remember, said he thought this individual was 5 feet 1 inch tall and weighed 150 pounds. 115 pounds. Really? 5'1", 115? Even in World War II, the average height of servicemen was 5'9". And a guy who was only 5'1 would be considered a midget by his buddies. And hence, the investigation became known far and wide in the intelligence section as the midget case. In less time than it takes to write this, my self-designed random incident statistical correlation system, the computer had sorted through all the biometric data sets of 521 MIAs from the Battle of Tarawa, and it spit out only two possible matches. 
a Hispanic Marine Private First Class and a Caucasian Army Air Corps Second Lieutenant. Private First Class Manuel Menendez was from New Jersey. He was 63 and a half inches tall, that's five foot three and a half, and he was a member of K Company, 3rd Battalion, 2nd Marines. He was 20 years old when he was lost, he had brown hair, and he weighed 116 pounds. Private Menendez was killed on 20 November 1943 and buried at a, quote, unknown location, end quote, on Tarawa. In my research, I found that his captain, Captain Crane, who landed with him, wrote his family a letter that said Private Menendez was killed before they hit the beach and he suffered no pain. Our second possible match was Lieutenant, Second Lieutenant Stanley Jack Alanier. He was listed as five foot two and a half inches tall. He was 23 years of age with brown hair and his weight was listed at 135 pounds. He was a member of the 38th Bomb Squadron and the 30th Bomb Group. Lieutenant Alanier was killed on 21 January 1944 and buried in Cemetery 33 on Tarawa, the very same cemetery where X-168 had originally been found. Lieutenant Alanier was the navigator on a B-24 bomber known as the Galloping Gus which had crashed on takeoff from Tarawa due to water contamination in the fuel. He wore eyeglasses. He was a navigator, wore eyeglasses, and he was known as Stan to his family and friends. When the Chief Rick Stone and Family Charitable Foundation was contacted by Lieutenant Alanier's family requesting an update to the original case investigation, we took the dental charts of X-168 and Lieutenant Alanier to a former military dentist who concluded, quote, The two teeth, number 4 and number 13, that were found with rare abnormalities by the American Graves Registration Service and the Army Central Identification Laboratory are known as premolars, and they appear to perfectly match the abbreviated notation of, quote, congenitally retained premolars times 2, end quote, on Lieutenant Stanley Jack Alanier's last known dental chart, end quote. And oh, by the way, Marine Private First Class Menendez's dental chart indicated one unexplained discrepancy when compared to that of X-168, and Private First Class Menendez had no such indications of abnormalities in his dental chart. And also, remember, Dr. Snow stated in his report that X-168 was white, Caucasian, like Lieutenant Alanier, and Private First Class Menendez was Hispanic. So, we were left with one seemingly definitive clue as to who, from these two most likely matches, Private Menendez or Second Lieutenant Alanier, which one of these two was actually unknown X-168. Do you remember what that final clue was? Well, how about that pair of gold second lieutenant bars in the pocket of X-168? Now I ask you, which suspect from these two midgets, Lieutenant Alanier and Private First Class Menendez, both of them listed in height below 5 foot 3 inches tall, which one of these two midgets would you choose? 
Would you choose Private First Class Menendez or would you choose Second Lieutenant Alanier? If you answered Lieutenant Alanier, you'd be in good company. Or at least my dog thinks I'm in good company. But like me, you would be wrong. The Defense POW MIA Accounting Agency announced on September the 8th, 2017, that unknown X-168 had been identified as Private First Class Manuel Menendez of New York. What? While one of our two most likely matches to unknown 168 turned out to be right, it sure wasn't the one out of the two that I would have bet the house on. I'm still scratching my head on why a Marine Private First Class would be carrying a pair of second gold lieutenant bars into battle. If there are any ideas from our listeners out there, we would love to hear from you. And in case you're wondering, Lieutenant Alanier has still not been identified. He remains missing in action. Despite the fact that we know exactly, our foundation has concluded exactly where he was originally buried and even when he was recovered from Cemetery 33 in 2017. If, when the DPAA, the Defense POW MIA Accounting Agency, finally identifies Lieutenant Alanier, we sure hope he doesn't have PFC Menendez's dog tags in his pocket. That would be too much of a mystery for us to handle. Are you asking yourself if misidentifications of our missing American heroes ever occur? If you are asking yourself that, your suspicions were confirmed on 21 March 2019 when the Armed Forces DNA Identification Laboratory, or AFDIL, identified Captain Edward Glenn Walker Jr. as an unknown, previously identified, or correction, previously buried in the punch bowl. Unfortunately, Captain Walker's body had been reported recovered and identified on Tarawa by the American Graves Registration personnel in 1946. At his mother's request, what was believed to be Captain Walker's body was returned home for burial in his family plot in Lebanon, Tennessee. Unfortunately, Captain Walker was identified by DNA in 2019 as an unknown in the Punch Bowl Cemetery in Honolulu, Hawaii, and not the body that was in the family plot in Lebanon, Tennessee. Exactly who was misidentified as Captain Walker and buried in his family plot in Tennessee will be the subject of another, oh, oh, yeah, another No Home for Heroes episode in 2020. I can't wait. Thank you for listening to this stunning episode as No Home for Heroes continues on down the road. As always, today's episode was the investigative file of the Chief Rick Stone and Family Charitable Foundation. Our foundation is dedicated to providing information to the families of missing American servicemen and missing American servicewomen. We hope you've enjoyed today's production, and we invite you to check out our other episodes on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you like to listen to podcasts. 
we have now posted 45 different original episodes of History's Military Mysteries Missing in Action for you to access and enjoy. We greatly appreciate your comments, and a special link is available for you to contact us on our website at www.chiefrickstone.com. We don't have many more episodes of No Home for Heroes planned for 2019 before taking a hiatus and embarking on a completely different adventure. So don't miss our next exciting true story about one of our missing American heroes. Until next time, be careful, be safe, and wishing you fair winds and following seas, I'm your host, Rick Stone, reminding you that poor is the nation that has no heroes, but shameful is the nation that having heroes forgets them.